Hi, I'm Jill from Michigan. Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Soup. Where we talk about all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. So how are you this week, Jenny? Uh, I'm doing all right. It's been kind of a slow week for me. I had a nice Easter. Um, just a heads up, if you hear anything strange in my audio, potentially like breathing, um, I have a lot of external background noise. <laughs> um, so it, it's most likely something of that nature, not necessarily paranormal but can also sound creepy. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, I had a very quiet Easter. Um, this was probably the first Easter that I didn't have like my whole family there and make a big dinner. I just did it like a simple, simple dinner. Um, I took my grandkids their Easter baskets. Um, and yeah, that, that was my Easter in a nutshell. It was quiet. I did some spring cleaning. But yeah, um, other than that, this weekend, I um, had a memorial service that I went to. And it was for my granddaughter's dad. And she got to meet her sister. That's for exciting. The first time ever. And they became instant best friends. Um, they're video chatting all the time now. Um, <laughs> they call each it's cute. They call each other sissy. It's just the cutest thing. Oh, that's fabulous for her. I love it. Well, and she's surrounded by boys all the time. Right. So I think for her to finally have that sisterly connection has it, it's definitely different for her because then you know she's not. Um, she can be girly mm-hmm. instead of, you know, having to defend herself against her brothers. Right. And so, yeah, it's, I, th- I think that dynamic is different for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also has a half brother through her dad and they have met before and the three of them together were inseparable. <laughs> Cute. Like, inseparable if one of them walked off the other three were like where's Buh? and they would walk off to go find said sibling and yeah they were like the little ducks in a row they were all just <laughs> <laughs> that's cute and that i would say that and like making food for the memorial um was probably like the you know major points of my weekend okay and so do you think now that you have had that process do you think it's changed any of the activity in your home um it's definitely quieter but that presence is still known okay um when it first happened as you know he was very active and very loud (laughs) Um, and I do think that as different 
steps happened from the time of his passing until Saturday. Um, like anytime, like there would be a lot of activity, a lot of like, here I am, pay attention to me. Like, look at me, ah, look what I can do. Um, and then I would hear from his mom that like he was in, in queue to be cremated. And then that, you know, and then activity would happen. And then I would hear from his mom that he had been cremated. And then it was like, okay, I, I get it now. Like every major step from the passing until Saturday, there was some type of major activity. <laughs> Jenny, Jen, Jenny has goosebumps. Um, there was some type of major activity around each, like, I guess, I won't call them milestones, but like each major thing from mm -hmm. his passing until Saturday, there was like, there was something. And like Saturday, you, you could truly feel him there. And um, like definitely around his kids, mm -hmm. definitely around his kids. And um. Yeah, it, it definitely, it was something. It was definitely something. Well, that's good. I'm glad that he was able to, you know, at least be there in spirit and observe that his kids are, you know, finally being able to connect on that level. And I sincerely hope that for their sake, they're able to continue that relationship and continue that connection. So... And I think that that is something that would make him very happy to where he mm -hmm. could potentially, you know, move himself on and find that peace. Yes. The, and, and that's truly what I'm hoping with all of it too, because it seems like ever since Saturday, that has definitely um, shaped my granddaughter a little bit with the whole, like she has two brothers, stepbrother that she sees daily, weekly. Um, and it's, it's been a little bit since she's seen her older brother from her dad. And like I said, she met her sister for the first time Saturday. So you can definitely see like a change in her. And I, honestly, I, I think like her older brother that, you know, she lives with now, I, I think he was a little hurt by the whole thing because, you know, all this time he's been the older brother mm -hmm. and, and now she's got this other one that she's talking to and, and he, the older brother definitely wants a relationship. Oh, that's sweet. So, and you know, he, he was so good with her Saturday and I give so many props to his mom for raising such a little gentleman. Like he, um, when it was time to eat, he took her through the line and got her her plate of food, made sure it got to the table without spilling. And mm -hmm. then he asked her what she wanted to drink and he brought it to her. And like, I will 100% say like, she is raising an amazing human. Amazing. Wow. That's awesome. 
That's really awesome. So maybe even because of the new dynamic with her and the older brother, it might help to potentially change some of the dynamic within her house as far as her other brothers. Yeah. And like my oldest grandson um, has been all about her from the moment he found out that she, she was in mommy's belly. Um, I actually have video where I'm like saying her name and like, he's like getting mad because I'm like, she's mine. And he's getting mad and he's like very angry. And he has, he has been all about her since day one. So I think he feels a little slighted in the whole thing. Mm. And so it, it is going to be a whole process for all of them right. to get used to this. And actually, the older brother through the dad was actually asking where the other two were because, you know, when they were together, they all saw each other. But I just didn't have room in my car because I had like five giant trays of food that I took <laughs> on, on top of, you know, my daughter and my granddaughter and yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately... I didn't have the room to transport everybody. I would have needed a bus. Yeah. But yeah, those were like the major points of my weekend. And well, that sounds like an amazing you know, experience, even though it was for something that was sad. It, it sounds like a lot of positive came from it. So, yes. That, yeah, that's amazing. So, I'm glad that that could that, happen for you guys. Yeah, that did actually. Um, yeah, it was. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like everyone got along great, and you know, we were a little worried that there was going to be some sliding because you know, him and my daughter were divorced. Mm -hmm. um, but no, like everything was great. Um, everybody that was there was treated like family. That's um, great. So yeah, it, it definitely was like a, some, honestly, even like every funeral or memorial that I've been to, there's always been like some hostility somewhere. And I can honestly say this is the first time I've been to one that there wasn't. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Was, yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever been to one where there isn't hostility either. Um, yeah, it's, and it's ironically, always... there's typically hostility towards me. <laughs> um, usually, I'm the one hostile towards somebody else because <laughs> I'm that bitch. But yeah, like my dad's there was. Uh, I hate to say it, but a cousin that I was like, oh yeah, the FIFA's here, good, good, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, at my mom's, it was an aunt that like shielded her, shielded her purse for me, like I was gonna steal it, like no, whatever, just leave. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, seeing for me, I am um, basically ostracized from. Mm -hmm all family whether it's mom dad husband side 
it, it's pretty equal across the board. Everybody hates me. Or if they don't hate me, they at least greatly dislike me. So you're like black sheep squared. <laughs> um, no, black sheep trined. <laughs> um, in fact, the only portion I would say I doesn't have a feeling towards me would be my husband's dad's side. Only because I really don't know them. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So, so you I, like I have a, a whole new new group of people to possibly piss off. Oh no, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I existed. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there's some people that piss me off simply because they exist. So <laughs> Yep. Yep. I uh, I made choices that people were not happy with, and they couldn't accept it, um, and so therefore I have been ostracized. Mm. So, and then there are some people who um, hold a lot of anger towards me, thinking that I have some type of guilt. And I don't have guilt in the situation. Um, and therefore, I'm not going to act like I do. Gotcha. And that pisses them off. <laughs> now, do you have anything coming up that um, you want to share? I do have something coming up um, this coming weekend on the 23rd of April. I will be going with my mother-in-law to go see psychic medium Chip Coffee. And how excited are you about that? Uh, at the moment, I'm like an eight. And I know that when Friday comes, I will be at like an 11. And the day of, I will probably be about a 15. Um, and then I'll probably stay about a 12 for a couple of days. Um, and so, yeah, then it'll fully dissipate after that. But yeah, it, I feel like it's going to be a very amazing experience. It is something I very much stumbled onto. I was actually looking for a wellness fair that was happening in that town which is actually about 45 minutes away from me in Wisconsin Dells, um, you know, water park capital of the world. Um, and so I was looking for that. And instead of actually bringing up the quote unquote psychic fair, um, it brought up psychic chip coffee. And I was like, okay, that's not what I was looking for, but awesome. Um, and so I clicked on the link for it and discovered there was actually seats available. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, no way, that's amazing. And so I looked a little further and checked out the prices and thought, oh, wow, I don't, I don't know if I can do this or not. And decided, well, I'll check my account. I checked my account and my paycheck dropped a day early so I had Why? enough 
to be able to do it. So it was like a whole sequence of events that were completely happenstance that caused it to where we could go. That's so I, I feel awesome. Where that I'm meant to be. And so that gets, oh, see, now I'm getting chills again. Um, <laughs> like big ones too. So yeah, that, that tells me that it, it's somewhere that I'm meant to be. There's an experience I'm meant to have there. So, and I cannot wait until next week when you share what happens. Oh yes. I will and, definitely be sharing, you know, because I definitely want to discuss that next week when, you know, we, we get together and like this coming weekend, um, my brother is having a birthday also on Saturday. Um, we are not doing anything like going to see someone cool, but, <laughs> um, I did promise him dinner, okay. um, and a cake and a cake. So he is going to come over and we're going to do dinner together. And, um, I will probably be the odd one out because him and my husband are like best friends. So they usually just talk and every once in a while I'll, you know, say something stupid and yeah but then or it's gonna go go the other way me and my brother together we are horrible (laughs) (laughs) we will we will crack jokes um and get my husband to the point where like why am I sitting here with you two um I can't take anymore Mm -hmm. um and and that's what we do we him and I go back and forth. Um, we both have trucker mouths. Um, we may get that from our mother. Um, <laughs> and like, we just go back and forth. I can remember one of the last holidays, um, my parents were divorced, but my, you know, my mom would still have my dad over. Mm-hmm. And I want to say we were... It was maybe the, the Thanksgiving, I think, before they both passed, because they both passed in 2007. And, like, we got the warning. We're, we're, no. <laughs> did we have my dad laughing his ass off? Yes, we did. There you go. And my mom going, my mom going, I can't believe I gave birth to you, too. We got this from you, woman. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, you know. All right, I, I think we've went on enough. So let's hear what you got to say about the chakra system. Well, um, we'll start at the beginning. And that is, what is the chakra system? And the most basic description that I could find is that chakras are energy vortexes that exist within each of us. These vortexes transport energy from the universe around us and into our aura and body, as well as between the physical body and the layers of the aura. And you can think of the chakra system as like a a spiritual bloodstream, so to speak. So um, most people are aware that there are at least seven chakras, or at least they have some idea that, you know, we have a a specific number of them. 
Um, but if you're interested in chakras, you'll quickly learn that there's more than seven. Um, in fact, there is probably closer to over 20. We actually even have them in the palms of our hands and the soles of our feet. But for the sake of this and an introduction to the chakra system, I'm going to talk about the basic seven chakras. Um, and the first one that most people learn is the root chakra. And it is found at the base of the spine or like the, um, the perineum, I believe it's called. <laughs> Yes, perineum is the proper word for that. Sorry, I had to double check. Um, I didn't want to accidentally say the wrong word there and send you to some random body part that's like in your arm or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's actually um, closer like between the genitals or like the base of the spine. Most people, when they picture it in their heads, they picture the base of the spine. Um, and most people don't realize that even when dealing with chakras, even though we have the basic seven, they actually run up the front of the body and up the back of the body. So we actually have two sets so that it's almost a prism around us between them. Um, so in the lower chakra or the root chakra, um, its color is a red. And the element that is most associated with this chakra is earth. Um, okay, that makes and, sense. Mm -hmm. and it's our grounding chakra. So like when people say, oh, you need to ground, you, you need to focus on centering, things like that. One of the first places that you want to focus for that is your root chakra. When you're doing your grounding work, um, you want to imagine that essence, if you will, of the root chakra coming down your legs and out the soles of your feet to ground you. Um, there is physical body parts that are associated with each of the chakras, and I'll go through that as well. Um, I'm not going to go delving into every single body part um, because some of them do get pretty, mm, we'll say deep, because it goes into the different organs, the actual body parts. In some cases, it goes into the muscles and things like that. So I'll, I'll try to give um, the generalization of where that chakra associates for the body. Um, so for the root chakra, it primarily indicates for the lower back, legs, feet, um, but it can also affect like our immune system and digestive system. Um, and there is actually a life lesson with this chakra, which is to help us feel safe and secure on the physical plane. And that is part of the whole grounding practice. And that is where <clears throat> you're being grounded to the physical plane. Um, when you're feeling out of sorts and you're doing your grounding work, it 
can often bring a sense of security and peace. And that is because of that. <clears throat> now, there can be other issues that can arise, arise from having the root chakra imbalanced, as people say. Um, but it, it's not so much that it's imbalanced. It's typically either too open or too closed, which the chakras can calcify, shall we say, which is where it kind of hardens. That's where it's been closed off for so long that it no longer functions. Okay. If your root chakra is non-functioning, you cannot send energy through the rest of your chakras because it typically starts at the root. That's where we grow from. <clears throat> and having this blocked can actually create um, some mental and emotional issues um, such as within the family dynamics and groups. Um, <clears throat> it can affect your ability to provide life's necessities and your ability to stand up for yourself. Um, one of the possible blocks for the root chakra is a fear of being alive or holding on to guilt. Um, there are chakras, or I'm sorry, there are crystals that are associated with each of the different chakras. Um, there is numerous for each one, but I'm gonna try and hit on like the common two for those chakras. <clears throat> for the root chakra, the most common are ruby and garnet, and that those are also red stones, which would associate right. yep. the red for the root chakra. You can use different oils and things like that when working with that chakra. Um, a couple of good ones for this particular are myrrh and sandalwood. I like sandalwood. I know you do. And honestly, I like sandalwood too. Um, I had had, I want to say it was a perfume, but I could be wrong. It could have just been something that smelled really nice. It was a cherry sandalwood. Oh, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> that, that sounds like it would be good. Uh-huh. So from the root chakra, we move up to the next one, which is the sacral chakra. Um, and it can also be called the second chakra, or it can be called the pelvic chakra. Um, it is typically about two inches below your navel. <clears throat> it is a orange color, and it is associated with the water elements which kind of makes sense because your bladder is in that area. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is also associated with the ovaries and the testes. Uh, the physical body parts that are associated with this chakra are your womb, your genitals, um, appendix, bladder, hip, kidneys, things like that. The life lessons that are associated with the sacral plexus chakra are 
to use emotions to connect with others without losing our identity, which that in relationships, as far as romantic relationships, is something that can happen kind of quite often. You know, we kind of lose ourselves in that relationship as far as our happiness, wanting to make the other person happy and things like that. So we try to change and adapt to be what that person is looking for. So if you have a well-balanced sacral chakra, then you're less likely to lose yourself within that relationship. <clears throat> the physical dysfunctions for it, um, again, are chronic lower back pain. It is still within that area. Um, you still might have some sciatica. Um, and then there's always the possibility of impotence or infertility. It can also create some, you know, kidney and bladder issues because it is also associated with those organs. Um, and, you know, like I had said before, these are just a, a few of the key ones. Um, there, there's a whole laundry list <laughs> for the different different physical dysfunction, the different organs and parts that are associated for each of the chakras. So if you're interested in learning more about the chakra system, more than what I'm getting into, I, I would highly recommend finding a good source that is going to be able to give you all of those um, and so much more. Um, with the sacral plexus chakra, it, the mental and emotional issues are also guilt, blame, control. Um, what was that? Did, did you drop something or like turn a page or no? No, I was adjusting my earbud. <laughs> Sorry, was it loud? It was. Scared I'm the bejesus sorry. out of me. <laughs> sorry. Like I heard it and my head snapped up like, oh my God, is she okay? <sighs> Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, good. I'm just glad like you, you didn't hurt now? yourself or something. I'm awake, I'm awake. Good Lord, Whew. heart's definitely bumping. Um, so some possible causes of blocks are sexual abuse or trauma. Um, and then something that has become very common, I would say, in this day and age with um, a lot of our youth is gender issues um and, and that you know as far as gender dysphoria and things like that um you know maybe making sure that you're going to someone who can work with chakras to help to either open or close that whichever the case may be um you could help that child to balance and not have so many problems as far as that. Um, some of the crystals that are associated with it are carnelian and amber. 
which are orangish. Yeah. Which are orangish. Um, and some of the oils for that are lemon and ylang ylang. I'm probably butchering the ylang ylang. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just lang lang. See, so if it's lang lang, why is it got a Y? Why put the it's Y in silence. there? <laughs> oh, so yeah, and there are you know more crystals. There are more oils. There are more body parts associated with all of it. Um. <clears throat> So from there, and that is something that I that like crystals and oils and stuff. That is something I will get into in later episodes. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn more about the crystals. Um, on Jill's side page, um, she actually does crystal chats where she will take a crystal and discuss all the properties of that crystal we'll say it, it goes into healing properties color she'll actually even show us what it looks like which is awesome because for the life of me i can never remember what one crystal looks like from the next although i am getting better i am getting better <laughs> and there's so many that look that are so similar yes that like if you go to a shop where they just have their crystals in a bowl unless you like no no um because like black tourmaline if you find like um like there's another one and right now i'm like drawing a blank but like <laughs> black tourmaline and um sometimes obsidian black obsidian can look just like it um mm -hmm. and then you know, sometimes you can also get like if it's a tumbled obsidian where it looks like hematite. So, like honestly, unless you know know for certain what you're looking for, you might get the wrong one. You may get the same results, but you might be telling people you've got a black tourmaline when you have not that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually a good tip. It's it's to make sure that you are getting what you're actually looking for. Oh, I think she froze on us again. At least she froze with a smile on her face this time. So glad to see that. <laughs> we're frozen. We're, we were frozen. Yep, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny. You froze with a, a smile on your face that time. So I, I was happy for you for that. <laughs> so yes, I, I will definitely in future episodes get into um crystals and one of the things i do bring up when i do the crystal chats on my side page is i do talk about like what chakras and elements and things like that that they are associated with so and i love that you do that okay so we'll move on to the solar plexus chakra uh this one is the third chakra in the line it is also a power chakra. Um, it is located two inches above the navel. It is associated with the color yellow and it is the fire element. 
Um, and the glands that are associated with it are the pancreas and adrenal glands. Um, the physical body parts can be abdomen, stomach, middle spine. The life lesson to learn with this chakra is to experience the depth of who we are and self-empowerment, self-esteem, and to live our, our life's tasks or sole purpose, which that's a journey I've been on is finding my life's purpose. Um, <clears throat> so some physical dysfunction that can be found with this chakra are arthritis, um, colon or intestinal problems, um, chronic or acute indigestion, anorexia or bulimia, liver or adrenal dysfunction, fatigue, who does not have a problem with fatigue? Because I certainly do. But at the same time, I don't sleep much. So that could be a lot of it. <laughs> um, our mental and emotional issues associated with it are trust, fear, intimidation, um, self-esteem, things like that, our self-care, uh, possible Energy blocks can be from stuffed or repressed anger. Uh, issues of control, especially in areas related to power. I, I'm going to remain silent on that part. Um, so some crystals that can be associated with are yellow citrine, amber, yellow topaz, or... If you are looking for uh, something a little, maybe a little more exotic for you, you could even go with a yellow tiger's eye. Uh, some oils associated with it are lemon and lavender. So yeah, that sounds like maybe I need to do some solar plexus work on myself. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Need to do some self, self work. Uh, so then, our next one, the fourth chakra in the system, is the heart chakra. Um, and again, it is the fourth chakra. It is located at the center of the chest, um, and it is actually associated with the color green. Most people would think, well, it's the heart chakra; it should be red. Uh, no, you would be incorrect in that. Sorry. Um, and its element is air, which happens to be mine. Um, and it affects the thymus gland. The physical body parts that are associated with this chakra are heart, pericardium, circulatory system, lungs, uh, basically anything within the chest area. You know, just, just draw a big circle around yourself and boom. There you go. <laughs> uh, some life lessons to go with the chakra is to experience compassion and connection with oneself and others. Yeah, I'm still struggling with this one. Um, I, I actually did some work with um, someone. I had some quantum healing, um, did some light language to help to break down my walls um, associated with my heart chakra. And 
even though I did have that work done, um, it did help immensely, like immensely. I had an amazing experience while I was doing that. Um, but it, it is still a struggle. Um, I would say it's even a daily struggle for myself. So if you are having problems with the heart chakra, I would highly recommend having some quantum healing done um, and maybe even seeking out someone who can work with you on a regular basis to ensure that that wall stays down so you don't put that thing back up. <laughs> so some physical dysfunction that can happen when you're heart chakra is either closed off or too open can be congestive heart failure. So this is a big issue for a lot of people, I would imagine. Um, you know, as we lose people in our lives, you know, we have that heartache that we just can't get rid of. And so we start to build walls um, and it can be detrimental to ourselves. Um, and one thing that most people don't realize is our heart has a memory. There is actual memory cells within our hearts, just like the memory cells that we have in our brains. And our heart actually talks to our brain. And our, some of our happiest memories are actually stored in our heart along with our saddest memories or most painful memories are stored in our heart. That is interesting. I never knew that. That, yeah. is, that is very, very interesting. Um, that was something that I was absolutely astounded to learn. Um, that one took me on a deep dive <laughs> that lasted a couple of days. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was very interesting to learn those things. Um, and there's the doctors are still studying it. Um, they're still looking at the neural pathways that are connecting the heart and the mind. Um, but they do very much talk to one another. They, when they actually look under it or look at it under, um, like a light telescope, or I shouldn't say telescope because telescopes are for looking in the sky, um, a microscope, <laughs> um, then they can actually see the neurons firing, you know, where you can actually see it like light up and you can see it get brighter and things like that when it's actually making that connection with the brain. So the heart chakra is a very important chakra. <clears throat> Um, so obviously possible causes of the blocks are repressed heartache or grief, um, some mental or emotional issues that are associated with it are love and hatred, resentment and grief and self-centeredness. You know, some people I need to work on that. <laughs> So some crystals that are associated with the heart chakra are rose quartz, emerald, green tourmaline, jade. Um, some oils that are you can be used during meditations um, and things like that are geranium, rose, 
um, bergamot. If you want to be feeling bougie, use some bergamot. <laughs> uh, and so from there, we move up to the fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra. This is another one I have a lot of issues with and really need to do some work on. Um, so this one is located at the front of the base of the neck and at the hollow of the collarbone. It is a light blue color and the element is sound. The glands that are associated with it are the thyroid and parathyroid. The physical body parts that are associated are the throat, trachea, neck vertebrae, and all things associated with the mouth. <laughs> we ain't gonna go, like, I mean, come on, y'all know what's in your mouth. It, it, all My of it. throat chakra is so fucking open. <laughs> it is. My mouth is always running. <laughs> And ironically, mine is very closed. Mine, mine is very blocked. It, uh, I'd say it even probably borderlines on calcification. So, just sad for me. But it's, it is what it is. So, a life lesson for the chakra. Don't be like me. Speak out and receive your truth. Some physical dysfunctions are raspy or sore throat. Hmm, I just had laryngitis not long ago. Um, you can get mouth ulcers, gum disease, TMJ. <laughs> Definitely got that too. Um, yeah, basically anything that you can associate with a throat chakra, I got it. Um, some mental and emotional issues can be strength of will, personal expression, following one's dreams. Working on that one. <laughs> getting there. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, so using your personal power to create. Hey. Um, some possible causes of energy blocks to the throat chakra are difficulty in expressing oneself withholding or swallowing words, suppressing creative talents. Some crystals that are associated with it are blue kyanite and turquoise. Some oils to use during your practice could be lavender and rosemary. Okay, so I gotta ask you about this one just because it's here. Um, I'm going to ask you how to say it, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> H-Y-S-S-O-P. Hysop. Yeah, I totally would have said it that way. <laughs> and that's why I made you say it. <laughs> and you know what? So, I could be wrong. So, But you but know I'm, what? I'm, it sounds good. I'm going to go with it. Okay. <laughs> and from the throat chakra, we move up to probably the most common, the most talked about, and the most worked on chakra. Can you guess what it is, Joe? 
third eye. Very good. So this one, most people would know, it is located in the center of the forehead or the brow area. Um, it is between the eyebrows. Color is indigo. Um, its element is light. And it is most associated with the pineal gland. The physical body parts associated with this are the brain, nervous system, eyes, ears, and nose. Your life lesson to learn with this chakra is to use insight and intuition and to see past the physical. Some physical dysfunction could be a brain tumor or hemorrhage, a stroke or neurological disturbances can also be associated with blindness, deafness, um, some other you know, deficits as far as your different senses. Um, some mental and emotional issues can be self-evaluation. So potentially being too hard on yourself. Um, truth. <laughs> I think Jill has a problem with that one. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Huge, huge. Yep. Um, I, I, we all do, you know. I mean, I don't think I know anyone who doesn't have some type of self-evaluation issue. Um, you know, we, we're all too hard on ourselves. You know, we, we're all too much in our mind space, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. F FYI, I do not have a ghost walking around in my house. I have a mother-in-law upstairs. <laughs> um, or rather, it's not a ghost right now. <laughs> Possible clauses of energy blocks are a lack of trust in one's intuition. As she goes walking across the living room. <laughs> um, I know that that is something I fully struggle with. Like I've actually been working on trusting my intuition more. Um, I've actually found some videos on YouTube, basically where you guess what's in a person's hand or you guess the card that's going to be, you know, drawn. Um, I will typically guess correctly on my first guess. Like the first instant thought that I have is usually correct. And then I second guess myself. Mm -hmm. And that's where I mess it up. That's where I mess it up. Yeah, I have to learn to trust that first gut reaction. So, yeah. I'm not good at it. <laughs> Some crystals that are associated with the third eye are lapis luzi, uh, amethyst. Okay, I got another one for you. This is for the crystal, okay? And I'm gonna spell it and you get to say it. It's S-U-G-I-L-I-T-E. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, nope, no, no. No, okay. I'm, I'm gonna go I with Sugalite. <laughs> okay, I like it. All right, we'll go with that. 
Um, so some oils that are associated with this chakra are lavender, frankincense, and sandalwood. She's totally looking, by the way, to see if she has that stone. <laughs> oh, I think she froze. Did you freeze? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she snorts. Awesome. <laughs> okay, what That's were the right. oils? <laughs> so the oils that are associated with the third eye chakra are lavender, frankincense, and sandalwood. Ooh. So basically, if you burn some frankincense, you're going to clear all your chakras at this point <laughs> uh, so that will move us up to the final chakra that we're going to discuss today which is the crown chakra there is also a eighth chakra above it which um, is talked about more extensively if you want to research it um, it can be called the spirit chakra um, the location of your seventh chakra is the crown chakra, um, and it is at the top and center of the head. It is purple, white, and gold. Um, the element is thought, and it also works with the pituitary gland. The physical body parts associated with this chakra are the muscular and skeletal system, along with the skin that does actually have its own name, correct? It's not just called the skin. Do you know? Way to put me on the spot making you feel stupid. <laughs> well, the reason I the have dermis? Yes, the dermis, exactly. Um, and I didn't even look that up, so boom. Well, I mean, ironically, I figured you would know because of your love for true crime. I figured you probably hear it within, you know, your kind of study. Usually the only thing I, I hear, the only thing I hear about skin is like skin suit or skin slippage. Are the only oh, okay. things I hear. <laughs> what a thing to discuss, skin slippage. <laughs> yeah, not pretty. Do not do not Google photos of it. Oh geez. I wasn't going to, but I'm glad you warned everybody else not to. Um but no, I mean I know that our skin is our largest organ. And so I knew that there was there was some type of you know vernacular phrasing for it. I just couldn't think of it. Um so it can also be associated with the cerebral cortex and the central nervous system. Our life lesson to learn with this chakra is to experience the divine meaning of life. Um, physical dysfunctions are energetic disorders, depression, chronic exhaustion that is not linked to a physical disorder. So if you're an insomniac and you're tired as heck, it's not this. <laughs> Um, 
extreme sensitivity to light, sound, and other environmental factors. Um, so say if lights are too bright for you, sound is too much for you, it's very likely that your crown chakra is very open versus if things seem very dim, I would say that your crown chakra is likely more closed. I, want, I wonder if that explains because uh, my husband and I fall asleep every night to some type of like white noise. It could be the fan on high. It could be um, like a thunder and rain like mm -hmm. uh, type thing. And I'm fine with falling asleep. But when I get up in the morning, I got to get the hell out of the bedroom and shut the door. I don't want to hear it no more. Like it, it gets to that point where mm -hmm. it's like even the fan in the bathroom, like during the shower, whatever. At some point, it's got to come up. It's got to go. Like right. you can't take it. It's possible. Um, and actually, you're mentioning that makes me think of my light sensitivity. Um, but at the same time, I have eye issues. So I don't know how much it could be attributed to my eye issues versus the actual chakra. Um, but lights are just too bright for me. Um, like I don't spend a lot of time upstairs because it's windows everywhere. <sighs> I don't even like to get up and make coffee in the morning because there's a light right, or not a light, there's a window right next to the coffee pot. And like when I'm filling my cup, I get blinded filling my cup. And it's like, thanks for burning my corneas. To be fair, you do make coffee in the morning, right? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. I, I've learned to close my eyes and get the water <laughs> for my coffee. Like I will get my cup out of the cupboard and I as I'm turning, I close my eyes and my hand is already on the knob for the faucet because I, I can't turn and fill my cup with my eyes open. I will get blinded. My corneas will be burned. Um, and I still need my caffeine. So. <laughs> Sunglasses. Am I supposed to keep them next to the sink? <laughs> Good. Keep them so when you go upstairs, they're already on, and then, you know. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Trust me. I, I mean, come on. I'm allowed one coffee cup. Yeah. Okay. So, the mental and emotional issues that are associated with the crown chakra um, is the ability to trust life, values, ethics, and courage, your selflessness, and your ability to see a larger pattern or picture. Hmm. Interesting. Um, some possible causes of energy blocks could be a lack of trust in the divine or life itself. Unresolved anger towards the divine can also be a possible energy block. Some crystals that are associated with the crown chakra are amethyst and clear quartz. Um, okay, I'm going to attempt to say this one just because I know I'm not going to say it right. Herkimer diamond. 
Okay. She's giving me a crazy look. Y'all can't see it, but she's looking at me <laughs> like I done grew a third head. Um, yeah. It's H-E-R-K-I-M-E-R. Herkimer. <laughs> and it's a diamond. So, but hey, it was fun to say. And again, some essential oils associated with the crown chakra are frankincense, peppermint, sandalwood, and lotus. Which I actually uh, saw someone mention something about blue lotus oil. Oh, I have okay. not fully, I have not fully delved into that, but that actually came um, recommended by a yogi that I watch. So at some point, I will be doing a deep dive onto that. Um, and we'll be able to provide a little more information um, into that later. Okay. So that is our seven major chakras. Um, some of the ways to unblock our chakras or to quote, balance them um, is through meditation. Um, focusing on the individual chakras, um, their colors, uh, and then basically visualizing them being at the same size um, and having the same radiance for each chakra. Um, you can also use sound baths, is what they're called, where people will use. Um, Tibetan singing bowls, glass bowls, things like that, or certain frequencies um, associated for each of the chakras. Um, and then another thing that can be done is yoga. Um, yoga actually can, um, there, there is basically a position for each of the chakras. And, you know, if you're listening to um, say frequencies for binaural beats or something along that lines for the chakra system while doing the yoga that could potentially help to balance those chakras. So there we go. Ms. Jellybean, any questions? Um, my big question, honestly, listening and like, because I do know that there's more associated with each of those do you mm -hmm. eventually plan on doing like a deep dive on like the root chakra and like everything associated with that um or any of the or do you plan on talking about the others um i could go into the others i have done the deep dive i've done the deep dive it i was in that deep dive for quite some time um but I would say there is the possibility of going into it further. Um, but I will say this, I am writing a book where it goes into the different chakras and the full details of each of the chakras. So when that is more developed, I can tell you more on that. Awesome. Sorry, I was in great need of a drink. You're good. 
Um, and your sources? Um, for the purposes of today, I used a book called Chakra Healing. Um, so it is called the Margarita Alcantara Chakra Healing, a beginner's guide to self-healing techniques that balance the chakras. Um, and this is a book that I found on Amazon. Um, oh, wait, no, I did not find this on Amazon. I found it in another shop. Um, I would say it's likely to be found on Amazon. Um, they do have good sources as far as the chakra system. Uh, I have some placards as well that are for the chakra system. Um, and I would say that they are very adequate. Um, if there's a particular thing that you're looking to know, I would say look for something that is a little more in-depth um, because yeah, they, it, it can be kind of lengthy. Um, there's an interesting history behind the chakras and how we came to know about them. So. Okay, um, as far as knowing about the memory cells that we have within our heart um, that connects to our brain. That information was actually learned via Greg Braden um, on the Gaia app. So that was very interesting. He's, um, <laughs> I believe he's technically a geologist, sociologist. Um, he's got a whole lot of ologists. <laughs> Um, he, he is an older gentleman, um, basically he's been studying our planet and our civilizations since like the sixties. Um, so this man has, has accumulated a whole lot of knowledge along the way. Um, you can find him on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah. That is a man, when you start to listen to him, it will blow your mind with scientific facts. It is, okay. it is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And um, I actually like to watch videos of Greg Braden. And then <laughs> um, I unprompted will then teach my super Ricky <laughs> what I have learned. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Okay, now we're going to jump into recommendations. My recommendation this week is Awakening in a Box. <laughs> um, it is a monthly subscription box. Can I call you? What? No, you're not frozen. My okay, phone? I thought it was frozen. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's a monthly subscription box through CrateJoy.com. And there's different boxes you can subscribe to. The one I get and Jenny gets, because I, I recommended do. it to her. Um, you get 
three crystals that have a theme. And um, starting last year, it was each box was a different chakra that it had the crystals that came with it. And um, it will come with other things. I've gotten um, like bars of soap, like handmade bars of soap. I've gotten um, bath teas, bracelets, necklaces, um, candles, like all different kinds of stuff. And I believe with shipping, it's like 20 bucks every month. And I've been doing it for about three, maybe going on four years now. <laughs> the sneeze froze it. <laughs> Oh no, Jilly Dean, come back. Frozen again. You did. You Frozen. You, you, you sneezed and it froze it. Ah. Um. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for about four years and I love it. So what is your recommendation? Wait, I just want to say on a side note real quick um, that I also do get the awakening in a box. I absolutely love it. It teaches me about crystals and things like that. Um, and when I don't know, I contact her. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually do the three month um, paying method where I pay for three months um, at a time in advance and that is $60. So I absolutely love that. Um, but then my recommendation this week is the chakra healing book, um, because it is so extensive. It goes, it, it goes all the way from the history of how we learned about the chakra systems. It delves into each of the individual chakras. Um, it delves into the aura. It delves into diet as far as helping to maintain your chakras. And it kind of even touches on some of the yoga and things like that. Um, yeah, it just, it, it hits everything in this book. Um, and so it has been a great tool to have in learning the different chakras. Okay, okay. Um, and so now that we know about our chakra system, next week, we are going to have Miss Jilly Bean tell us about the effects of positive and negative influences on the mindset. <clears throat> that, that is going to be some research and some personal um, type experiences. And I'm very much looking forward to that. And then there's a certain person I live with, my husband, that I am going to hand him my notes when I'm all done. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. Can I borrow those notes to hand to someone I live with? Absolutely. She'd probably, well, honestly, if I handed them to notes, they would probably be like, well, no, these are just, no, this isn't true. Actually, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have them listen to the podcast. That's what we're going to have them do. I don't think mine would listen. 
Um, well, I mean, from my experience, um, I had told her something that a actual nurse had said for a procedure that was being done with my mom. And she's like, well, no, I don't think that's right. I don't think they know what they're talking about. Excuse me, when did you get a medical degree? So yeah, I, I, I can give facts, I can cite resources and I'm still told I'm wrong, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on that note, um, we hope you have a great week. And mm -hmm. until next time. Creep you later. Bye.